0: Is that what I'm Rough trade radio. Rough
1: trade radio. Rough trade radio. radio. <othsayer later he is> rough trade radio. Rough trade radio. radio. Rough trade radio. Like,
2: Welcome back to the Rough Trade Podcast. This week, new releases, events, upcoming albums, plus I chatted to the brilliant Bricksmith Start about life after the fall, Bricks and the Extricated, and how album two was somewhat born from her compiling her new lyric book. So stay tuned for that, plus a preview read by Bricks herself, which is really exciting. Also this week, we've got a bit of a new feature to trial out with you guys, and it's all to do with nostalgia and reminiscing about and reintroducing songs that have come before. Sound interesting? I really hope so. Uh, That'll be coming up in just a bit. First up, though, and Ian Brown releases his new album, Ripples, in a couple of weeks' time. It's his first new solo material in nine years, and three of the songs on the album were co-written with his sons, who also play a multitude of instruments across the album. We have this available for pre-order on indie exclusive white vinyl and this is the first single off it. It's called First World Problems. It's got some faint kind of fool's gold vibes on this track. So if you're a Stone Roses fan, I think you'll be really into this. I really like it. So check it out.
3: Easy messing up your mind, the daily grind. Gotta leave it all behind. Driving everybody crazy. the day A trick of smoking mirrors to steal your mind. All is an illusion.
2: was ian brown new album ripples as i said is up for pre-order now i think it lands on the 1st of february next up and as promised last week a little intro to sharon van etten's latest album remind me tomorrow which came out on friday we have a can i say oh i think i'll say millennial pink vinyl uh limited edition version of this record which is very very nice indeed I'm actually looking at it now and I think millennial pink might have been a bit ambitious. Millennial pink I think is that kind of powder pink color. Um but this is a bit darker so I think we'll go with um I think we'll go with bubblegum pink. Bubblegum pink vinyl for Sharon. There we go. Um but Sharon wrote this album when she was pregnant and you'll probably also recall she had a recurring role in Netflix's The OA if you watched that and I also think she featured in or certainly provided some music for Um, The David Lynch Twin Peaks series, round two. Um, So as you can imagine or can hear from what I've just said, she has her fingers or has had her fingers in many, many pies. So these songs were written in and amongst all of these additional life ventures, um, which I think has actually worked out really, really well for her because there's some brilliant, brilliant songs on here. Um, One of my favourites in particular is um, comeback kid which is a real anthem but today i'm going to stick on a different one from the record which is called no one's easy to love so here we go vanette in there which is also rough trade nyc's album of the week this week next and band founding member steve mason is back with album number 4 about the light which he says he feels is the first legitimate record he has made as a solo artist steve says it's a beautiful confident positive angry loving and gentle album which once again moves what i do forward So by the time you guys hear this, Steve will actually have played in stores with us. So I think he played East and Bristol just this past weekend and then he's going to play Nottingham on this Wednesday. The album is out now and we've got it on a limited silver vinyl. And here's a little taste of you if you're new to Steve's music. Um, This is title track About the Light. (laughs)
0: found a piece of my mind Lying by the side of the road I couldn't stop for too long Cause I felt that I was getting old Have to move real fast now Speed out from under the shroud I found a place for my love here yeah. And the ticking and the talking is loud I Say it loud Say it loud I never knew it, but a bird of thunk was right When I was told about the light I never knew it, but a bird of was right When I was told about the light And go home. Get, out and go. get out your life and go, get out your life and go, get out your life and go, get out your life and go home. I found a piece of bad love lying by the side of the road. I had a chance to put it in my pocket, but I wasn't, now I'm getting
4: old.
0: Don't care what you think, nobody ever did. And all the love I see in the world, no love it came from money.
2: show i mentioned i would be trialing a new feature for the podcast at the moment i'm unsure whether this will be every week yet but i kind of wanted to test the waters a bit on it see what you guys think now the backstory to this is nige came to me at the end of last year with a stack of his old enemies which if you're not familiar with the original format is effectively a weekly music newspaper kind of hard to imagine now Um, But I got flicking through them and there is obviously a goldmine of content in there. So we figured it might be kind of fun to share what we found, particularly focusing on reviews or at least to start with. Um, I don't have a name for this part of the show yet. I'm guessing some sort of rewind themed title would be appropriate, but it feels a little bit overused to me. So suggestions on a postcard would be awesome. Um, First up, we're going to rewind to August the 12th, 1978 and the singles review page. Actually, when I was looking through these, I found a singles review page that had been um, taken over just for the week by John Lydon. And it was called Rotten Reviews, um, basically him annihilating all the new singles that week. It's really, really funny. I think I posted some pictures of it up on Instagram and Twitter. So if you go to Rough Trade Instagram and Twitter and scroll down, you should be able to find those somewhere. They're really, really good. Um, obviously, they're not kind, but they're good. They're fun to read. Um So anyway, back to August the 12th, 1978. And there's some really interesting stuff on this page. But the one that jumped out to me was the California Import Corner, it's called. So I'm going to read this out. It's reviewed by a man called Paul Rambali. And he says, and I quote, A brace of releases from California's teenage lobotomy contingent, all suffering in one way or another from the same problem. Namely, how can you be an angry young man when the biggest threat to your future is the outside possibility of an earthquake? A malcontent is by definition not content. And yet not one of these would-be angst-ridden creatures has chosen to vent his spleen against what one might think is their most pressing sickness, that of the affluent suburban lifestyle. Frustration and rebellion here come off as no more than weak excuses for a wild weekend, which would be fine if they owned up and left it at that, but they don't. Instead, they choose facile targets for their directionless venom. Plus, they all play much too fast, 77 speed, and seem to think they are copying Joe Strummer's vocal intonation and making the words incomprehensible, which is what Strummers are to them. Is a passport to instant credibility. The worst offenders are the totally plastic and disposable dickies and the deadbeats who at least unconsciously transcend their severe limitations by virtue of the sheer dumbness of Kill the Hippies. Not a good week for long hair, all in all. Least offenders are the zeros and boyfriends because they don't actually try to say anything beyond a pinhead celebration of teen dream. Cars, girls, drugs, etc. But then again, they obviously hold the Brothers Ramon in high esteem and can see nothing better to do with themselves than emulating their heroes, ineptly. The sole prize amongst this clutch of rotten eggs is the last, whose she-don't-know-why-I'm-here powers along like an old seeds nugget, delivered with the manic overcharge of Subway Seat. So pretty pretty damning words not sure whether that was um the general british opinion at the time i'd have to do some more research but actually having listened back once i kind of read through this i actually really like the zero song um whether it remains crap or not you guys can make up your own mind on that one um also i don't think there's anything so wrong in emulating your heroes i think it's a fairly well practiced art in my opinion by now anyway um so I hope you enjoyed this short random new section. Um, as I said let me know what you think and this is American punk rock band The Zeros formed in 1976 with 1978 single Wild Weekend.
1: Yes, I'm the better, man, I can't let go We got the seats on the studio. If they walk in now, man, I can't hold Yes, I don't care, fuck them, I'm young, you know It's gonna be a wild weekend And I just know that I'm feeling good day. And I gotta show it I stand alone, girl, can't you see You gotta spend a while, we're really with me, girl So sick to want to go to school She's about to be me. Cause the time was what they got What I thought is this so hard the alley, he waits for me I gotta go feel because you see three lights are on the time is right, I'll destroy the fucking world what I feel tonight you know It's gonna be a while we can. And I just know that I feel crazy And I gotta show it
2: That was The Zeros. Hope it fared better with you than with Paul Rambali from The Enemy. And so from one new feature to one recurring favourite, five to one. Now, Bricksmith's start should be no stranger to you, known to most as the lead guitarist and songwriter for The Fool. Bricks has gone on in recent years, among many other things, to form Bricks and the Extricated, which, as she told me last week, is a splinter band of The Fool. Bricks has an awesome new book out called Babylon, comprised of lyrics and musings, which also contains this amazing, amazing hand-drawn map of splinter bands. Now, a splinter band is, I think, if you don't know, a band that forms from another band. So, for example, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds is a splinter band of the Birthday Party. Bricks told me this map was actually drawn by Thurston Moore and other close friends while they were having dinner one night and she loved it so much that she decided to print it in the book. So definitely look out for that if you get the book and you're looking through it. It's really, really cool. Um, Bricks has an incredible energy about her and I honestly could have sat and spoken to her for hours but we only had so much time. So yeah, this is me and Bricks and here's 5 to 1.
1: 5 to 1
2: So Bricks missed up, welcome to or welcome back to Rough Trade Radio. I think we last saw you a couple of years ago when you just released your debut album with Bricks and the Extricated. And I think you brought your little pug dog along as well. Yeah, I brought
5: I think I brought both of them, Gladys and Pixie, but I particularly remember Gladys heavy
2: breathing in the podcast <laughs> studio and having to be removed. <laughs> so, oh, Well, they're not here today, but um, which is a shame because I didn't get to meet them. But maybe next time. Oh, they can come back anytime, you oh, know, geez. you're my local. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But in the last two years, obviously since 2017, you've been super busy. You've recorded a further album with Bricks and the Extricated, which came out of November just this year. And to coincide with that, you've also published a lyric book, Babylon, Lyrics and Musings by Bricksmith Star, which is very exciting as well. And it's why I've invited you to come and chat with us today. Um, I wonder if maybe if we could just start maybe just talking about the last two years and the process to album two and how the lyric book, was it born from that creative process or... Is it something that kind of came as you were creating the second record? Is it something that's always been in the back of your mind to kind of to write down these lyrics and publish them and share them?
5: Whoa, that was like twenty five questions in (laughs) (laughs) one paragraph body. Okay, let's um, let's start with the last couple years. Yeah. So uh, basically, before I wrote, I wrote a memoir called "The Rise, The Fall, and The Rise." which, you know, it was kind of like the story of like an upper middle class American girl that joins a Manchester post-punk working class band in the 80s. So, but that book was really um, a, a life changer for me sure. because the act of actually writing the book put me back in touch with the creativity stream that was coming out of the ether. Now, this stream for me after my second stint in the fall had dried up completely and i found myself having to reinvent myself um and reinvent uh, the the process in which i used my my creativity and you know my artistic my just artistic things you know so I was doing a lot of television a lot of uh, scripted uh, unscripted stuff improvised off the cuff and that and I thought I was using that part of my brain that used to write lyrics and write music but it it was only just like being slightly exercised (laughs) I really needed to go back to writing music and it was the actually the writing of the book that opened it all up again because you know without thinking about it I tapped into the stream coming at it from another direction but once we opened the tap my goodness, it all started flowing. And then this lyric book, I the lyrics to the first album were actually printed on um part two. So the lyrics okay. were already printed there. But then um I was having lunch with a a good friend of mine and a publisher, like the she runs Cosmic Thug Publishing out of Nashville called Marcelle Brananini, and she said, why don't you do a little book of lyrics and you know lyrics and musings and I was like yeah let's call it Babylon (laughs) (laughs) and she said it's a great idea and I said actually I she oh I know she originally years and years and years ago Mark Smith released a book of fall lyrics and it was a bright orange book very limited edition so I just want to tell you a bit about that. So she saw that book at my house and said, "Oh my god, you you need to do this." But what she didn't know was for years and years Mark didn't want to ever publish his lyrics written written out, you know. He he wanted people to like listen to them and interpret them the way that they heard it because it morphs every time you yeah. listen to him yeah. saying you never know what he's singing. But I was privy enough to see the lyrics written down because we were writing the songs together. And I would look at his lyrics and I would look at these reams of paper and I would think, oh my God, this is brilliant. People need to people need to read what you're writing because yep. it's even more brilliant than what you can cook in your brain. Yeah. And I begged him to write a lyric book. And he would not. He resisted. He resisted. And then... His, it was, he had an old friend called Dave Luff who said, yeah, why don't we just publish it and, like, we'll just do, a like, a limited run or I don't even know if it was limited. And he said, yeah, let's, let's do it and I'll translate it into German. And I was like... And Mark was like, that's cool because he's really into German. Mm-hmm. And he said, Bricks, I... Uh, he At first he didn't want to do it, but then we convinced him to do it and I said I would do the art in the book. So I would illustrate the
4: songs.
2: Okay.
5: So that's what we did. And so... Um I pretty much helped come up with the concept of the whole thing including the color and everything. So it just seemed fitting when I released my lyric book that it would be a companion to the one that I helped produce with him all those years ago.
2: Okay, wow. So so in fact like the book very much informed you getting back into songwriting and continuing to create new music or creating new music Correct. with the original band. Correct. Which is possibly what I would have assumed not to have been the order. I would have assumed it'd been the other way around, as as I'm sure most people would have done. But that must have been such an interesting experience. And I guess you can look at the book now and think that really helped you get out of that kind of, or begin that creative process again in a way that was right for you and that you could express yourself in a way that was separate from what had come before.
5: Yeah, I think that the book gave me a chance to really express... Um, who I was as a, as a, as a human being, no one really knew, knew who I was or who, who I am in terms of, as a person, I think they attached a lot of things, a lot of their thoughts about, you know, to, to who I was. And I have had an extraordinary journey and huge ups and downs and, and nine lives in one. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: Um, and people would always say, Oh my God, you've got to tell your story. You've got to tell your story. And, and in the writing of the story, I reconciled so many things about myself. Just before
2: we sat down, you said that, you know, you're already busy writing album three. It sounds like you've got an incredible amount planned. Is this Are you on this kind of roller coaster now of like just creating and putting stuff out and ever devising new things to kind of speak about and sing about and, and create? So... Yeah, I,
5: the weird thing is I don't have, like, a long list of a game plan. Thing. I really follow the path that just comes before me easily. Um, so this year, I last year, actually, I just uh, produced a documentary called Donovan and the Beatles in Rishikesh um, for Sky Arts. So that was the first time I'd ever um, been on the other side of production. Sure. And I that was really – I was really – proud to do that and i went to india with donovan to film it It was very really wow. fascinating went back to the maharishi's ashram and then i also um started doing my own radio show on boogaloo radio uh, every other wednesday which is also something that i really wanted to do so i've just been super busy so when so the radio show also is volunteer like they don't get paid but yeah. i love doing it so much so it's whatever comes up that is really joyful for me or just feels good. And when it doesn't, then I'll move on, you know. Um, In terms of, so saying that, I don't know what the hell is coming in the future. (laughs) But um, we are definitely writing a third album where I'm in the midst of it. I was literally writing lyrics on the way to this podcast. Oh, wow.
2: Thank you so, so much for coming in. Um, I really wanted you to, to pick a song, obviously, from the record that you think either kind of demonstrates everything we've been talking about or it's just one in particular that you'd want to play. Um but I think also you might do some reading for us from the lyric book. It
5: would it would be my pleasure. And I really it was hard for me to choose which song Yeah from Breaking State that I would uh or and from the book that I would choose. But basically uh the whole I just want to explain something about the album. It is um a journey, The whole album Breaking State is a journey starting from the first song called Alaska, which is about being absolutely confined by your fears and held hostage by your fears and unable like like literally unable to function because technically you're locked in a house in the dark in Alaska, blindfolded with a murderer. That's how bad your fears are. The sum of all your fears. Oh, and God. it starts with that. And and each song is a very personal story about something that happened in my life that leads all the way through. So you go through all the emotions like anger and this and that to, to sort of like to the point of owning your own power and feeling your own strength and breaking out of the confines of people or or yourself um, conf- confining you or limiting you or marginalizing you in any way to the point where you get to the last song which is called unrecognizable which is about complete and utter transformation like a butterfly out of chrysalis so on the way on this journey is a is a song as you're getting towards the end where mm-hmm. you're finding your strength called going is a song called going strong so i'm going to read you the lyrics and then um I guess you'll play it. And I I suppose the lyrics are going to be a little bit different when they're read than when you hear them in situ of the song. Let's just see if I can. (laughs) Here we go. It's nobody's business. It's just the way it goes. I must have told a million people. I don't care who knows. If someone must get hurt by this, I swear it won't be me. The manifesto of your lies "'has turned my love into despise. "'I'm going strong. "'It may take a minute, but a minute don't take long. "'Don't get me wrong. "'I'm not going quietly. "'I'm going strong. "'Laying like a gasping fish, "'like rubbish blown into a ditch. "'I don't love you anymore. "'I've slammed and locked the temple door. "'I've thrown away the key. "'I am extricated. "'I am going strong.' It may take a minute, but a minute don't take long. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going quietly. I'm going strong. Instead of going silently, I'm building up a head of steam. From my lungs, a battle scream. The shackles clatter to the earth. The reclamation of self-worth. The hood is lifted off my head. I leave behind a blood-stained bed. I'm going strong. It may take a minute, but a minute don't take long. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going quietly. I'm going strong. I'm going. I'm going strong.
2: Thank you so, so much. Um, I think that's definitely a first where we've had a song, a song read to us on the Rough Trade podcast, which is amazing. Thank you very, very much.
5: You're so welcome. Thanks for having me.
2: And the book is out now and you've in fact brought some with you today which are going to be signed and they are also very unique which did you want to describe about why they're unique oh yeah yeah so we
5: we've done a limited edition run of 500 books I think or maybe even maybe it's 250 it's not very many whatever it is it's a really small edition and um we've sold quite a lot already but there is a misprint in it (laughs) there is it's not a typo it's worse than that it's a misprint and um I guess that makes this edition <laughs> ever more collectible <laughs> because <laughs> of the fuck up but anyway what happened was uh, some of the lyrics I had handwritten and um, I guess when they were printing it they got a couple of the pages uh, mis- mixed up and in the part of a, I think it's a song called um, Fly goes in the middle of Of another song. Fly goes in the middle of something to lose. So um, there's a misprint on this. So
2: (laughs) get your hands on the rarities. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. And we'll play out with Going Strong, but all the best of the book and the next album and everything you go on to do. And hopefully we'll see you, if not before, in another two years. I would love that. Thank (laughs) you very much. This is Going Strong. One, two, three, four. Much you bricks. Babylon should be available online now. We were going to put it up online and make it available in line with this podcast. Um, so it'd be very, very quick. Um, we've only got limited copies, and I'm really, really sorry, but to our US listeners, um, we're only gonna have this available on our UK site for now. So events this week and toy will be playing live at Rough Trade East, Bristol and Nottingham from this Friday. Featured Album of the Month artist Charlene Soraya will be in store at East on Monday and Nottingham on Tuesday. Then back at East Tuesday also sees the return of Blood Red Shoes. Um, In Bristol we welcome Squirrel Flower and Sound of Sirens, so look out for those. In New York City, in NYC, tickets are available for Boyfriend and also Petal this week. Both Barry Presents events. Um, plus also later in the month on the 31st john spencer and the Hitmakers will be in store along with rough Trade favorites bodega what a gig that will be again tickets are available on the site through barry presents so that's kind of it this week um i hope you enjoyed the music and of course the new feature which will return in some form or another once i've kind of worked it out. that was kind of like the beta version if you like Um, but to close the show today I've got a new one from the Cinematic Orchestra who are back with a new album arriving this March it's called To Believe and it explores the importance of what it is of what well of what to believe in 2019 Um, so we're really excited about it and I really think you should be too if this single's anything to go by Uh, the album is up for pre-order now and we've got it on limited clear and white vinyl so definitely jump on that Here's the new single, as I mentioned. This is called A Caged Bird Imitations of Life. And I will catch you next week. Bye.
6: To the round, founder, infusionary foot map linguistic scanter, helpless in the entity. See the cage bird at the bosom of the angry shortfall. One finds a fistful, all engaging, all engaging. Perfections in that non-perfection I see queen, I see king, I see king, I see queen Well, none of you know my kingdom mania Last chance to retract it a chance to retract it Why would you hide from yourself? believe it's here to find. Improve thyself, improve with things I thank you for the healing in wings of meditation Situation is strange to us Stranger things are claiming us I've been told we've easily As easy as that breathing be So she's been told she done sold a part of her soul. How the hell?